You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer, and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting, and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing, and mastering music for over 15 years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Inside the Mix podcast. As always, if you are a new listener, make sure you hit that subscribe button on your podcast player of choice. And also, if you're watching this or listening on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe and that notification bell so you know when a new episode drops. So recently, just this week, I've been going down the rabbit hole of finding an alternative to Calendly. Now, I use that for booking podcast interviews, the producer's pub, discovery calls and other bits and pieces as well. And I was paying X amount a month and I thought, is there a cheaper alternative out there that would do the same thing? And I found one, Tidy Cow. It actually came up in an Instagram advert. And it's probably the first time in a long, long while that I've actually stopped, looked at an Instagram advert, read the comments and thought, actually, that would work for me. And I looked at it and I gave it a go. And it turns out it would do everything I need it to do that Calendly can do. And it is a fraction of the cost. It's a one-off cost as well. I'm not a salesman for Tidy Cow, but I thought I'd share it because it's one of those ones where it's quite easy as creatives that you sign up to all these different subscription-based services and you just forget about them and then they just every month that money just trickles out of your account and it's not until you go and look back and you think actually am I still using that and I was using Calendly but I thought there must be a cheaper alternative or better alternative because I wasn't using all the functionality that I was paying for and TidyCal can certainly do that the only thing it cannot do that I use for Calendly was to have or embed HTML code Uh, or script on my website so I could have a pop-up button to book a discovery call. But to be honest with you, didn't really use it anyway. And I think the only other thing it cannot do is it can send interview or invite reminders, but you cannot, you can customize one, but you cannot customize more than one invite reminder for a particular booking, if that makes sense. Anyway, this isn't about Tidy Cal, but I thought I'd share it with you. Basically, what I've learned is just to check all your subscriptions because it's quite easy to have them mount up and then not actually use them. But let's dive into this week's episode. So before Christmas, I released an EP called Lost and Found, blah, blah, blah. I've been through it numerous times on this uh, podcast. And one of the songs is called Alive. And part of my creative process is to send my mixes out for peer review. And if you don't do that, I strongly encourage you to do it because often what you'll find is that little bit of the mix that you're stuck on your peer won't even pick up on it. I find that there's this vocal section. I'm like, not quite right. And nobody ever picks up on it. And then I'm thinking, actually, paralysis by analysis. Okay. So in this instance, an individual said to me, Mark, your drums are a bit too polite. And listening back, I think, yeah, they were in that first mix. They were kind of like, they sounded good, but they were like, hey, I'm drums. And I wanted them to be like, you know what? I am a drum kit. You know, um, I'm trying not to shout into the microphone because I don't want it to peak. So what I did was I set up an auxiliary send and I used the Devil Lock Deluxe plugin by Sound Toys just to add a bit of uh, power, a bit of grit, a bit of unpoliteness to those drums. I wanted to make them more offensive. And if you're unfamiliar with the Devil Lock plugin, so I've taken this from their website, it's inspired by the classic Shaw Level Lock Mic Limiter. 
These plugins add huge sucking compression, grit, dirt, and distortion and take drums, but try it anywhere, to a wonderful, hellish nightmare. Actually, that's taken from the Splice website. But in this example that I'm going to show you now, I'm going to recreate that effect using native Logic Pro plugins. So let's give it a go. So here we are in Logic Pro, and I'm going to play you the drums without my drum dirt auxiliary channel that I've set up here in Logic Pro. So what I'm going to do is basically I'm going to bus my drum channel out, my drum stack, my drum folder to this auxiliary send titled Drum Dirt. And this is what it sounds like at the moment without this dirtiness, this unoffensiveness added. Sounds pretty good already. Nice bit of delay going on there. Uh, it slaps as it is, but in the context of the mix, it was just a bit too polite. And I wanted to like scream, I am some heavy ass drums, right? So on this Drum Dirt channel, I've got the Logic Pro compressor, which you heard me in episode 125 banging on about because I love it so much. I think it's fantastic. And I'm using my favorite compressor uh, version in here, the Studio FET, which is a, it mimics a transistor compressor so transistor circuits so it's mimicking that tube valve warmth and it's known for its speed so i use it because i want it to clamp down on those transients so these this is a transient heavy sound right it's a drum kit and it's going to add some punch and also a bit of color as well and i'm going to combine that with the logic pro distortion 2 plugin afterwards which i'll demonstrate in a minute so my auxiliary send going out to my drum dirt channel is actually set to pre-fader. And I went through this in episode 125. But the reason being, if I make level changes to my drum kit, I don't want it to affect the performance of the compressor. Okay, so I want the compressor to stay how I set it, regardless of how I change the level of the group of instruments that I'm sending to it. And that's why I'm using pre-fader. And here is my drum dirt channel. So let's solo that. And what I'm aiming for here is I want about minus 10 dB of, of gain reduction. I've got it set to 4 to 1 in terms of ratio. Makeup gain is off at the moment. I don't like using auto gain makeup. I've got a fast attack on this. It's at 15 milliseconds. In fact, I might put that at 30. I just might. Actually, no, I'm going to leave it at 15. I'm going to leave it at 15. And I've got the release set. Well, that's way too high. I want it 242 milliseconds. I've got the release set about 240 milliseconds to breathe with the track. What I don't want is to hear audible pumping. So let's give that a go. And then I'm going to increase the output gain to compensate for that gain reduction. So let's give it a go. Okay, cool. What I'm going to do now is I'm just going to go to my... I'm on the mix bus here, so I'll leave it on the mix bus. And I'm going to quickly stick the metering tool in there. I'm on the wrong one. Metering, loudness meter. And I'm just going to check to see where my gain compensation is at. So this is without... About minus 23 luffs in terms of short term and with the compressor on. I wasn't too far off. I'm just going to bring it down by a couple of dB. So gain compensation about 6 dB. 
So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to drag that down, that drum dirt. I'm going to drag it down uh, to zero and then I'm going to bring it in. I'm probably going to bring it into around minus 12 dB and then you'll start to hear it. So let's give it a go. So it's going to start without the drum dirt channel. I'm bringing it in. There we go. That's minus 12 dB on that drum dirt channel. So I'll mute it and then I'll bring it in. In fact, I'll play it with and then I'll take it out. So this is with the drum dirt channel in. And this is without. Okay, and this is with. So you can hear, that's probably too high actually, I'm going to bring it down to about minus 15 dB, but you can hear the difference. It's just making it that bit more offensive. It's, it's, it's just making it that, it's, it's louder in essence, yes. So you're going to need to check what you're doing in your mix bus if you've got any processing going on there, but it certainly sounds more powerful, right? Uh, what I'm also going to do then is I've got this Distortion 2 plugin. And I've got it set to the nasty distortion heavy. And it's at about, I've got it at minus 46%. So I'll put it all the way up to 100% so you can hear what it sounds like. And I'll just bring my drum dirt channel up again so it's a bit too loud. And let's have a listen. Too much, right? Let's drag it down. But yeah, I think I think around minus sorry, minus I think around forty six percent was about right. But you'll notice the great thing about this this distortion two plugin, it kind of mimics the controls of the Devil Lock. If I open Devil Lock, and I've just in, in enabled it rather than opened it, you'll see you've got the mix, you've got darkness, crunch, and crush. And in the distortion two plugin, you've got tone. And I'm using that to control that darkness. And then I've got drive, which is going to control that sort of crunch and crush as well. And then also I've got my compressor, which is doing the whole crunch and crush thing as well. So I'm combining two native plugins to get the sound of the Devil Lock. Now, this is a good opportunity to AB between the Devil Lock plugin, the Devil Lock Deluxe, and my custom customized version. It'd be great if I had a macro here to quickly flick between the two. So I'm going to play the compressor and distortion to Logic Pro plugins first. Okay, and then this is the Devil Lock plugin. Now, listening to it, I think the Devil Lock plugin's probably got a lot more power to it. So I do need to do a bit of tweaking on my compressor and the Distortion 2 plugin. Probably up the mix in terms of the distortion and maybe slam it a bit more in compression. But you can see how you could use the native Logic Pro compressor and the Distortion 2 plugin. And with a few tweaks, you can get a sound similar to the Devilock. I mean, the Devilock plugin's a sound in its own, right? But you can get relatively close to it. So give it a go, folks. Make your drums less polite by creating a drum dirt channel, auxiliary send with a pre-fader send from your drum kit 
and use the FET compressor, okay, slam those drums and then add the distortion to plugin afterwards with the nasty distortion heavy plugin setting there as well. Give it a go. So before I go, folks, go and check out episode 81 if you want to learn more about compression basics. And also, if you have a burning music production question, you can submit it as an audio message via SpeakPipe. Simple to do. You can use your phone. You don't need a fancy setup and you don't need an account or to download anything. Use the link in the episode description. If audio isn't your thing, then send me a DM on Instagram at Inside the Mix Podcast or email me inside the mix podcast at gmail.com and submit a question. And remember to include a link to where our audience can find you so I can give you a shout out. And I cannot wait to have more of your questions on the podcast. Whoa, before you go, make sure to snag your free test master from Synth Music Mastering. Imagine enhancing your music with my steadfast dedication to quality and that personalized touch. And here's the kicker, it's absolutely free, no cost at all. Simply head over to synthmusicmastering.com or click the link in the episode description to claim your free test master.